Stab, Abby and Matt are about to give it their best shot on this podcast. Why not give recycling your best shot? Together with Brisbane City Council, we can get recycling sorted. Stab, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105. Yo, podcasters. Yo, yo. What is up, you guys? Yo, smash that subscribe button. Uh, A for Adelie is the big one that my daughter is watching What's that one? Just a girl mm. in a family in Rory, America. Rory's into horror films. Oh. Mm. So we watched Paranormal Activity on the weekend. How does that go at bedtime? Does she not get scared? She's fine. Hey, so far. I'm trying to find one that'll break her, but I haven't been able to do it yet. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we, 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 Didn't you say she, one broke her? The, the visit uh, with her night channel, she had to stop uh, before the end. It was only like 10 minutes to go. I was like, come on, mate. Uh, we watched that in broad daylight the next day, but she's still out like a lie. Why don't you put, her on, why don't you put Saw on? See, I thought, yeah, that's too far. Yeah. <laughs> you want to break it. I know. What about, and I, we were talking about this on the weekend, mm-hmm. um, because we all thought it was real and let her take the marketing on it, mm-hmm. that it was real. Blair Witch. That was actually my thought for Friday night. You did that one, yeah. Because yeah. that's like, but tell, but tell her it's real. Because remember, the mm. internet wasn't a thing and yeah. the marketing, we Everyone all thought, thought it was, it was real. My they... elder sister, who was two years older than me, yeah. until the weekend when we were discussing it at family dinner, mm. still thought it was a real documentary. The state that they lived in pronounced them missing. It was that, that, and that's what was the, the best thing about the film. The marketing <coughs> campaign was amazing, but oh. it was truly terrifying. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I was, I was thinking about that one. Yeah, it's good one. Yeah, it's and then great. they did two, didn't they? Blair uh, two. Uh, well, they got rid of the. It wasn't found footage anymore, and it was like an actual run of the mill horror film. It's terrible. Right. It was yeah. Terrible. But you know, you can't catch that lightning in a bottle yeah, twice. No. I guess. I think. Yeah. I think there's actually like a um, documentary. On how it, they probably. did the Blair Witch and how it all played That'd out, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, that was it. just two rant, two guys yeah. no one had heard of before. And, and so what they would do, because I've read about, I loved the film. They would, um, the actors didn't know what was happening, so and they were just out in the woods in the tents and stuff. And they would get every morning they woke up, they would have a package for each of them with their instructions. Uh, and the other ones wouldn't know what it was. So one, that one of them was like uh, the two boys would go, "Today you turn on Heather." And Heather, Heather would get one going, today you want to be friends with the boys. And so they'd be like, you're wrong. You're doing this wrong. We're stuck here because of you. And she's like, hey, guys. And they all That's they all pretty crazy. much broke down. They gave them less and less food as, a, as it went on as well. So it was so a Blair all... Witch project, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Not just a movie or anything. Mm. It was really ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah. It was packed when we went to the movies. Yeah. Like the first time. So we obviously, yeah. When I saw it, it was, it was, like, a, it was like a first date uh, thing and um, w- one of my dreams was always to, you know, uh, get kinky in the um, cinema and she's tried to. I was like, no, 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 no. This is too hectic. Not a chance. Get away from me. This is terrifying. And then on the drive home, we we're in the middle of the woods. We ran over a cat. Oh, wow. Wow. We had to get out of the car in the woods and get the cat. Was, At least you got some what pussy you that woods? night. Where were you? Where did you drive to? <laughs> we were driving back through the backwoods. Of, uh, oh. So we were out at uh, out near um, Chandler, Cleveland. Right, right. Yeah. I was like, was it really in the bush or was it just like, Indro? <laughs> so, <laughs> first, first date, I took her to Yamundi. Yeah, and... that's what I meant. I'm trying to make out where did you take her to these movies? Yeah, that was a good time. Oh, oh. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Here is the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Well, the worldwide phenomenon uh, that came out during COVID, just at the right time when everyone needed a little bit of joy, uh, is back today on Apple TV, uh, Ted Lasso Season 3. I, what is it about? He he runs a soccer club or he's a coach? He is a coach of um, Gridiron from America, and they get him to come over and coach the soccer team because they want the soccer team to lose. 
because the manager um, cheated on the other manager, who was his wife, got and it? then okay. left, she get, got the club. Right. Uh, and she's like, screw him. And is there a twist that he ends up being really good? 100%. Got it. Mm. Uh, well, it's not even that he's good, but just he just inspires everybody. Mm. You can't not be inspired when you're in the room with Ted. He's and so far, now we're up to season two. Everyone's sort of like, yes, Ted. When, when he started, it was like, no, Ted. And everyone's like, yes, Ted. His ultimate positivity. Yeah. Op- He's ultimate op- optimist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everyone falls in, everyone hates him and falls in love with him because he manages to turn their mindset around. Mm. Oh, so good. Believe. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't our boss want you yep. to tell. <laughs> so in a, in, inside the, the dressing room, right? Because they're a terrible club. Yeah. He puts a thing up in a piece of paper and in tape, he writes believe on it above the oh, door. Lord and Jane. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Jack, our boss, wanted you to put one up in our studio. Uh, yeah, on top oh, of so the he's studio obsessed door. with this show. Yeah. 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 Or he was just saying, we suck and we need to believe. <laughs> As the lowest. And they gave me, they sent me a copy of the first uh, episode so um, I could uh, review it, which is great. But they did they did put on some, it's embargoed. So I can't give too much away. Mm-hmm. Uh, suffice to say that it is great. Um, so I've got a trailer for you, um, but I have t- had to beep all the stuff. So it's embargoed so yep. I don't spoil anything for anyone because I don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay, so have a listen uh, to season three of Ted Lasso. Well, it's season three and Nate is still being an absolute at the new football team and hanging out with other instead of Ted. Ted has had enough of Nate and decides to beat the but he still knows about soccer. Meanwhile, Rebecca is still a muncher who wants to stuff as much of Ted's in her as possible and even asks him to in front of her and everybody else, which gives him panic attacks, meaning his won't work, which happens to everyone occasionally. Coach is still a weird f- who loves putting his own f- in his mouth and blowing it. Roy Kent has become a right duke, and everyone wants him to f- ride f- as the assistant manager. Him and Keely are still together, even though she's been busy f-ing the whole team. All in all, a great f- start to the season. Okay, that that it's a lot of sex. That sounded bad. That that's not what happens at all. That, that I, I think I, I think I'm going to have to go out on a limb here. I'm going to have to play the, the, even though it's embargoed, I think I'm going to have to play it clean because that, it just didn't sound quite right, really. Yeah. Uh, not inspiring. No, not really. <laughs> let's, let's, well. let's, let's play, play it without the beep. I, I'll, I'll get into trouble, but play it without the beeps anyway. Play, play. Well, it's season three and Nate is still being an absolute winner at the new football team and hanging out with other football clubs instead of Ted. Ted has had enough of Nate's shtick and decides to beat the manager forever, but he still knows fairly little about soccer. Meanwhile, Rebecca is still a cookie muncher who wants to stuff as much of Ted's treats in her as possible and even asks him to win in front of her and everybody else, which gives him panic attacks, meaning his plans won't work, which happens to everyone occasionally. Coach is still a weird fella who loves putting his own whistle in his mouth and blowing it. Roy Kent has become a right dude and everyone wants him to fit right in as the assistant manager. Him and Keely are still together, even though she's been busy fixing the whole team. All in all, a great funny start to the season. That's much better. Uh, I Apple made Plus. a mistake there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Watch it tonight. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I, I want to go red with my hair. Or maybe, oh, see, it's not even a red. I think I want to go Beth. Beth. Ah, uh, someone's watched Yellowstone. They mm. like the attitude of Beth Dutton. No, 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 no. I, wanna... don't, I don't think I like her. Chad, uh, but her hair's cool. Her hair is cool. Yeah, yeah. Her hair's very cool, and it's like a it's like a ready orange um, color. And I wanted to get it with my hairdresser, and I said, "Can I please dye my hair?" Mm. And he said, "I'm going to do a rinse." Sorry, I'm going to do a rinse. I'm going to do a toner. He said, and I went, "No, no, no, just do it." And he goes, "No, no, <laughs> known him for many, many years." Yeah. 
Love him to bits, but he doesn't do what I say because he knows me too well. Exactly. But that's so what that, you want in a hairdresser. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that you're an advertisement for them. Because if someone says, <laughs> where'd you get your hair done? <laughs> and it looks true. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I have said a lot of people there. No one's been disappointed. Um, but I was like, well, I, I do want to go red and it rinse, like washed out. So I said I want to do it. And he's been sending me through a few photos. And I said to my friend that I was going to get it done because I wanted to be um, in a hospital with good hair. Fair enough. Seems to make sense, really, because I've got to get my shoulder surgery. Yeah, I'm so. glad you explained that. <laughs> like... I want to be so hot, I get sent to hospital. <laughs> He's like, you got to get in the burns unit because she's hot. <laughs> we told her she'd stop traffic. But do you guys know the theory of red hair? Uh, they need more anesthetic than. Um... I told you that one. No, that's mm. that's apparently science for yeah. natural born red. But if you dye your hair red, that it's supposed to be. No. You going through something. No. What well, are you going? Well, you tell us what you're going through, and we'll tell you if it's correct. Well, I don't know, but my friend was like, "You can't dye your hair red. Is everything all right with you and Scotty?" Right. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, is I think like, so." Is this that thing where our friend got mad at me because I didn't ask about her relationship because she'd got a haircut? If you're going through anything, mm. girls take it down on their hair. Yeah. Either good or bad. Mm. And I was mm. like, "This is the color that I want to go th- go." And then my hairdresser sent me a photo of Megan Fox. And said, this is a great colour. I was like, aww. See what you're doing there. She's just dyed her hair red. She's just gone through a breakup. Mm. Yeah, and dated a real freak beforehand, so. You didn't like him? No. Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. I mean, she's not normally. I mean, yeah, they seemed like a good couple. Yeah. Yeah. They were really into each other. I know the chopping off of your hair is either. That one I've heard. You've had a breakup or you just want to be able to put it in an easy ponytail because you're a new mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted something low maintenance. Bang. Nothing's low maintenance. You get your hair and you realise, oh, that's really hard. Oh, you've got a three-month-old and you've chopped all your hair off. Mm. Anytime I've gone through something, I've either got a fringe, cut my hair, or, yeah, I used to have it red. So when I um, lived in Sydney um, and was going through a lot in life, Mm -hmm. I dyed my hair red. I even did a home dye job because I couldn't get into a hairdresser quick oh, enough. A box do, you of like a, do you think it's like a um, like a the red danger signal? Like stay away from me. I'm not right at the moment. <laughs> and <laughs> you, do know you stay I mean? away from redheads? Uh, no, that's a good point. <laughs> but they, yeah, should have. <laughs> <laughs> Notice though, should have. Women go through that, right? Yeah. They chop off their hair. They change themselves. They guys? let it grow and get feral. That's true. But, uh, okay. He's got a beard, yep. and it's one of those manky beards. Yeah. Mrs. Leave you. Yeah, and I'm fine. Yeah. Why are you drinking at 8.30 in the morning? Shut up. Hey, Stab, nice ponytail. You seeing Rory this weekend, are you? For the girls out there, if you've gone through a breakup or something really, like, big, do you take it on your hair? Yeah, I always cut my bangs. Mm. You do your bangs? Oh, you get you give yourself you get bangs? bangs? I give myself bangs Good to if know. I'm going through something. Good to know. Ash, when she moved up here, went... Peroxide blonde? Yeah, I went full Khaleesi mode because I wanted to be a boss. So I went like the girl from Game of Thrones. Yeah. I dyed my hair white because I thought that will make people fear me. And it worked really well. Yeah. No. <laughs> we don't fear you, but we fear for you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But yeah, take it out on the hair. It's weird. Mm. Steph bought a house uh, and she cut her hair short. Yeah, I really wanted to do that. Yeah. I don't know why I felt like a mom. I was like getting into my like old girl era. I think it's a control thing too. It's one thing that you can control mm. and it does have a remarkable effect. Yes, but I want to know what I'm going through to do it. Ah, uh, well, sometimes maybe it doesn't always apply. Maybe sometimes you just do it. You know, rules is made to be broken. Mm. You don't fit the stereotype. God broke the mold when he, I don't know. And then threw it away. 
1960. Do you take it out on your hair? Is this a true theory? Oh, come on. What did you do? Yeah, did mm. you go red? Like, mm. are you the red? Did you go red and then you broke up with someone? Yeah. Or did you break up with someone so you went red? Like, I Chop just... it all off. Mm. What's with it? What's with the design? Even eyebrows. Girls have a crack at their eyebrows too when do they're they? going through something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I just booked mine in. To to <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe so you're unaware that there's. Wow, well, that's interesting. Mm. Subconsciously, you know something's going on. 13, 10, 60. Scotty, I love you. <laughs> maybe it's not him. Maybe it's maybe, us. Maybe you're going to break, gonna up, break up with me. Maybe I just sense it. That's My God, true, that would be so much for him to organise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. I'd be like really upset, but I'd also be, be impressed. Turned on. <laughs> How dare you do this to me? I'm so complicit. And you caught a lawyer behind my back. Oh. <laughs> One more for the road. So Sarah's called up from Brackenridge. Um, is dyeing your hair red associated with a breakup? Absolutely. Everybody goes through a red hair era when they're going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. So how long had you been together for and then broke uh, up? We were, it was my first boyfriend mm-hmm. and we were together for about two years mm-hmm. and he cheated on me. Uh-huh. And after a bottle of wine, my friends were like, let's dye your hair. <laughs> red, like real red. Proper red, like, yep. yeah, yeah, real red. Mm. Yeah, when you said cheated um, on you, I knew it had to be red, red. Red, red. Yeah. yeah. And the thing that I found out with the red hair is you have to wash it with cool water, otherwise the colour just fades almost immediately. Mm. And I like having really hot showers. So Yeah, that's... me too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't know that. Mm. Did it make you run faster, Sarah? <laughs> no, I did not. It made him scared, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. There you go. So redheads, uh, well, dyed red hair means yeah. you had a breakup. Mm. Aria in Bongaree. What do you think about this theory we've got going on? Oh, I think it, it, uh, it definitely speaks for itself. I mean, I'd like to think that red represents fire, you know? So when I went through that change, like, you know, I had really long hair. I cut it super short right after the breakup, and I dyed it, like, auburn red. Mm-hmm. And everything, everyone was like, whoa, so eerie. And I was like, hell yeah, that's me. Mm. So it was, like, so, pixie cut short, was it? Yes, it was. So I went from super long to, like, super pixie. It was, it was definitely a massive change. Like Julia um, Roberts and Hook. <laughs> I guess you could say that, yeah. <laughs> and it was really funny because my mom had really short hair as well. So after the cut and I would like post pictures of myself, Facebook would automatically recommend tagging my mom. Oh, <laughs> 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 so hilarious. Oh, no. <laughs> What's your hair like now? And it is actually, so I'm naturally very dark brown, so I just went through another breakup, but this time I went platinum blonde. Right. Okay, all right. This is the mature <laughs> yeah. version of the breakup. Right. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> wow. And so is that, is, is that it? what's the difference between the two? So people thought you looked like your mum with the short hair. Are you noticing more guys are keen now with the blonde? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. I, I, I get kind of like, oh, you're cool. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. My okay. friend sent me a text saying, You'll regret it. And I wrote back, I know, of course I will. <laughs> good to have plans, though. It's good to have plans. Uh, <laughs> girls are always to their they, they talk about it for a month in the lead up, go through with it, and then walk out of the hairdresser going, Why did I yeah, do that? Yeah, because last time I did it, I said to him, How long do you reckon this will take to grow out? And he's like, I've just done it. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah in Redcliffe, red hair means a breakup. You agree? 
Yes. Well, I actually, so it was kind of, I didn't plan it, but I went red and then my partner and I broke up um, after like two years. We have since got back together, but I'm no longer red. So. <laughs> All right. So. Do so you reckon it's yeah. a warning sign? Maybe, yeah. Look, I, I'm a hairdresser as well and I can vouch. It's, it's about 50 50. Mm. Half the time it's like a, yeah, gone through something, need a change. The other half it is just like, you know, oh. Uh, just changes as good as a holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah a, maybe that's what I think. I'm just getting a bit bored. Yeah. As yeah. a hairdresser, what do you think the psychology behind it is? Is it that thing, like a, a change of personality well, through your hair? I think, don't quote me on this, I could no. be completely wrong, sure. but I think it's like something to do with like hair holds trauma or something, so that's why most oh. people cut it oh. after a breakup. I actually love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can quote Hannah um, on that yeah. one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do, and what about guys? Do you notice a similar thing in guys or is it just mm. girls when you're hairdressing? Um, oh, that is a good question, actually. Um, I feel like it is mainly girls. Mm, but okay. I don't think I it's mean, as drastic. Like when a guy no. does something to a head, it's drastic to you guys, but you're like, eh, it was, ten, it was 10 yeah. centimetres. Yeah. Good for you. Exactly, yeah. They might that go like, yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You know those people that just look on the bright side of life? They take a terrible circumstance and they go, you know what? I'm not going to let this define me. I'm not going to let this ruin me because I would have crumbled. I would have absolutely crumbled at this. And I was watching something that got, I got teary about it. We're getting teary now. Well, there is a girl over in the UK who... Her big wedding day. Mm. She'd been with the love of her life for four years. Everything's obviously paid. Uh-huh. Um, it's seven in the morning mm-hmm. and she is about to have hair and makeup done. And one of her bridesmaids goes, oh dear, uh-huh. um, I don't think the groom wants to go ahead with the wedding. Well, he's got something else on. He wants to move it to another day. Double book. Because um, these, these, how... these are all the things she would say. Yeah. Is he is he in a coma? Is he in, is he, yeah. is he in, in a car be. accident? He will this be. This is how she describes it. This is the bride who at seven in the morning uh-huh. of her wedding day yeah. was told, I don't think the groom's going to rock up. I'm Kaylee. I am 27 and it's my maid of honour found out first of all at 7 o'clock in the morning. When I first found out, I didn't panic. I thought that he was going to be there and then it wasn't until I asked his dad just to keep on checking in on him because I wanted to make sure that he was safe. And then when his dad rung me after speaking with him, he obviously told me that he was safe, but that he definitely wasn't coming. So he told the maid of honour... Well, I'm guessing that the maid of honour was married to one of the groomsmen yeah. and went, hey, go on, well, there's something coming on here. Mm. He's not going to be rocking up. So it was confirmed there is no way he's coming up, right? Right. So not what to would mention, you... that just gets him in trouble. The other groomsmen are going to be in trouble Forget on his that behalf. groomsmen. I don't know how they know. Forget that. That's a backstory. <laughs> Let's not focus yeah, I mean, on what, that, okay? It, it, it's got nothing yeah. to do with that. She's just been told. So they get hair and makeup done. Right. They get married, hair and makeup done, and she's like... He's not going to define me. He's not rocking up. We'll go ahead. So her bridesmaids dressed up in their bridesmaids with their flower. Everything is paid for. It's seven in the morning. Like, yeah. I mean, everything is paid for. So they get their hair and makeup. They are ready to go. They're in their beautiful dress and they go to church because that's where everyone is yeah. ready for the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and the bridesmaids get up and they go. Now, you have to listen really closely because they do have a strong accent and one Welsh. of them is trying not to cry. Right. Okay. They get up and they say, hey, so the wedding's not going ahead. <laughs> and everyone is there at their waiting for a wedding. Um, 
but everything's paid for. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead with the party. And if you could just be a little bit happy for her. Unfortunately, the words is not going to go ahead today. Kaylee does want you all to stay and join her. And if you can, try not to be negative. Oh, yeah. You can. So. We're not negative. We hated him. <laughs> do you still put your money in the wishing well? Or do you, do you go? I, I believe it's now called a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> Every single thing of the wedding mm. goes exactly how it would have. The, the only thing she changed mm. is not having a groom and she changed the song where she walked in because she was like, do you know what? I think I need a little bit of Lizzo. So they decided that she would walk in to this. I do my hair talk, check my nails. Baby, how you <laughs> she walks in. The groom's are walking in, the bridesmaid's walking in, her dad's walking in, everyone is there. They do speeches. How wow. do they do speeches? What do they do? They just, mm, 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 don't mention him. The groom's parents are there? I think they're the only people that didn't rock right. up. Right, fair enough. Yeah, that's so yeah. Imagine yeah. them standing up and go, well. Mm. Well, it is the party we paid for. Yep. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. He's a disappointment. We um, raised him wrong, <laughs> obviously. This is, uh, some of this is our fault. Yeah. It has to be. This, this is, is how she was saying that she just had to go ahead with it. There was a lot of like really happy moments that came from a lot of sadness. So I was completely distraught at first. I kind of sat down and said, okay, what am I going to do now? Am I going to either go home and cry or I could either be with the people that I love and enjoy the, the day as much as I could, which is something I'll always be proud of doing. I think it's a long play to meet Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> she just did everything. They cut the wow. cake. They had the speeches. They had the drink. They had the dancing. They had an after party. They just went hard. The groom wasn't there. The groom still has not apologised. Really? Day. Well, you can't from six feet under. That's... She would have tracked him down. <laughs> She's just so positive about it. Hmm. Mm. You don't think you would be? Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Get ready to be depressed. Because um, a... already here. Too far. Beat you up. Already. No, no joke. <laughs> You're too blessed to be depressed. That's right. Get ready to get even more depressed than Maddie is. Uh, a doctor has revealed exactly how much sleep you should get at what age you are to ensure that you are healthy, fit, and wealthy. And it, it, depending. I mean, you might not get depressed. You might be like, yay, I get exactly the right amount. I know that we don't. Um, how much would you say you get uh, a night, Maddie? Because you're in your 30s. Uh, um, maybe five to six hours. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's not good at all. Uh, yeah. 30s need seven to nine hours. Six yeah. is, six this, is severely insufficient. It's all very different depending on who you are, though. There's still some people that need more, some people that need yeah. less. Max at six. Six is a good night. You'd get even less than that, wouldn't you, Anne? No. See, well, it depends what you say. So I will get six, but I'll wake up about five to six times a night. So I find it so weird. I've never got my head around someone who sleeps through the night, and I don't think I could find a mum who does. Mm. I think once you become a mum, you'd never sleep again. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. Like You, you learn to wake up. Mm. Cat sleeps through the night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe maybe it was different because she, she had one and she was a good sleeper. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe but with, yeah. Over, with three, I just, there's always going to be someone who needs water or something. Mm, mm. Dads are very good at pretending they didn't wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really good at that. Yeah. And the next day when Esther goes, God, Eden woke up heaps. Did she? Did she? Did she? No, you just got to go, know. I know, I know. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. So I'd probably get like five or six, but I'd wake up. Because you're, you're in your uh, 20s, right? So yeah. <laughs> 
see what that is. Uh, what do you? Uh, what do you sleep? How long uh, do you sleep? I probably get about six right. on a good on a good night as well. Six, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're up. You're first in here. So what time do you get up in the morning? Three thirty. Yeah, right. He lives closer. I reckon. That that's yeah, you know. that's true. You can mm. you do your workout. Mm-hmm. Um, so six, but we need we need seven to nine as well. Seven to nine seems to be pretty much after you hit your twenties. It, it's seven to nine is the ideal time for, for everyone up until the, the 50s. But there's all sorts of different factors, like menopause can affect your sleep. See, I've given up on me. I don't really care. Mm. But I do get worried about the kids. My kids don't get enough sleep. Because mm. I find it so weird when people are like, I've got to wait my kids for school. I'm like, explain that concept to no, me. No, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, Rory's got a friend, um, Shah, who will sleep till like 10. So my kids will wake up at five and they'll go to bed probably around about nine. Yeah. Teens need eight to ten hours a day, so don't be too hard on them when they sleep all day. And because that's I remember that. That's not all day. That's eight hours. Get up and do some work. (laughs) 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 To be fair, they go to bed at three a.m. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And we got some girls in the twenties out in the uh, in the phone room. Twenties. How much sleep would you say you get? I get probably like five hours. You need seven to nine as well, so you need to work on that. What are you doing that you get five? No, I just, I try to go to bed as early as I can, but I just struggle to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. If you struggle to fall asleep, then you should go to bed later. There's like this really weird um, thing that you should do, like a deficit, just because I've gone to so much sleep training. Mm. So you should never go to bed early. You should actually stay up later by half an hour and then slowly reduce that. Yeah, I think I'll try that. And plus, no um, phones three hours before bed. How's I think that's my problem. I think I'm on my phone and I'm just overstimulated and I can't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so what? Because you're single, so you would do what? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Hinge, Tinder. Like, yeah, all the apps. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like you would have so many communication tools. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's mainly just Instagram and scrolling on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you wake up and look at your phone throughout the night? No. Do you? Yeah, you do. Uh, I try not to. Uh. I put it face down because mm. it's you know you don't need to know what time it is. No, that's people nice. get obsessed. And my kids go, "What time is it?" I'm like, "You don't need to know." That's yeah. true. It's before morning. It's after bedtime. It's that's interesting it. when you when you don't know. I did when I stayed in the Big Brother house for the press. Oh, thing. how was your journey? Uh, well, just traumatic. Uh, <laughs> I came out a different person. I fully understand what it's like to go you to war. You actually did. Um, you were like, it's really different. But there aren't any clocks there, obviously. That's yeah. the deal. Yeah. And so I didn't. I, I know we had a late night, mm. and I had an early morning, so I had to do the show. But I didn't know at all how much sleep I got, so I wasn't tired. Well, but it might it might have been oh. three hours. It's funny yeah. you saying that, though. You know how you say how much sleep do you have? Mm. It's better that you don't know. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Don't don't measure it. Don't mm. go, oh, great, that's fine. I'm only going to get four hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. But if you actually have no idea mm. and just monitor how you feel. You know what the government says? What's that? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Whatever that means. live by. Head in the sand. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The kids and Scotty uh, leave very early in the morning. So to them... Turn off the radio now. Just are they in the I car? Was, already, oh, yeah, they're they? already in the car. Gee, they get going early. What a hero he is. He is. Hey, by the way, um, by telling them not to turn off the radio, I'm pretty sure they're just cranking it. Mm-hmm. Nah, 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 nah. It's fine. It's fine. It's just I'll have to have a conversation with them about this because my nana, whoo, 
So one is 100. Uh, she's got all her marbles. The other one is 92 and has lost a few. Right. And she has gone into a nursing home. She's the one that's got a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Who's married. Yeah. Who's married, who apparently has dementia. We don't know if he has dementia or he just wants to have a girlfriend on the inside and a wife on the outside because she lives in her their home. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. she comes and visits and yeah. your nan's got a man, my nana, I hate um, the player. I hate the game. <laughs> my nana is, um, she, she dresses up every day. She does all of her full hair and makeup and... And yeah, but she's had enough and she wants to go. Right. So that's what she says. And then she says that to mum and I, but then to everyone, she's living the life. Right. But she gave my mum a call and said, you have to make an appointment with my old doctor. And she's like, what do you mean? Like you've moved to a nursing home now. They have doctors there. She goes, I don't want to see her, them. I want to see my old doctor where I used to live around the corner. And mum was like, why though? <laughs> like just why? She goes, can't tell you, but just book it in. So my mum, trying to do the right thing for her mother, books this appointment, goes mm-hmm. to pick her up to take her to this appointment. Doesn't know why she wants to see this doctor. Maybe she wants to say goodbye. Who knows? Mm. So she picks her up and she goes, okay, so can you tell me why you want to go and see the doctor? Because they're going to ask me in case you forget. And she goes, he knows. It's uh, Oh, no. She goes, why do you keep doing that? So my nana is making oh, no. the face of like, her head dying, like, uh, carking it. Oh, right. And mum goes, what are you talking about? And she goes, he said that he would give me the uh, the injection. Oh, okay. I thought this was a whole different story. Uh-uh. I thought when you were saying he knows, I thought she, she was saying got... we... Hooked up. Yes. I know because oh. you think she's hooking up. I thought no. she caught something from the other guy. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she had to go to the hospital. She didn't want to talk about it, but she's caught something from No, that was a him. dead face. Let me do it again. Right. Oh, right. No, you yeah, were doing like a wink winky. Yeah. Well, that's mm. what she was doing because she can't right. say it. Um, okay. 13, mm. 10, 60, if anyone else listening heard the click of the tongue and well, thought you meant that. I think it's because, you know, she's you should a have boyfriend. Said, you should have said, but, sorry, sorry. Well, that's what my but, nana did. Sorry. She, but doctors uh, can't do that. Here's the thing. So my mum has made an appointment and she's like, so what, do you, what are you saying? He goes, she, he said that when I want to go, he'll give me the needle. And like, mum goes, no one can do that in Australia. No. And what are you thinking? I take you to the doctors. How do I get you home? Where do I take you after that? She goes, well, that's not my problem. That's a very good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. And my mum is like, how can I argue? Because they go back to a toddler thing. Yeah. And she's like all very happy. Mm. And she wants to go back and see her boyfriend. But, you know, it's hard and it's so stressful as well. And, like, I was laughing at this. My mum was, like, laughing, crying. Because it's so hard dealing with someone who has dementia. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And she's like, no, take me to the appointment. Mum's like, I can't take you to the appointment to ask a doctor to give you a needle to finish your life. Mm. You know, euthanasia is not legal here in Australia and she's ready to go. Mm. And she does have stomach cancer, but yeah. she's in no pain. That's probably why she's... Yeah. My, but um, but my, my mum kept going, what do I do with you after? She goes, that's not my That's not my issue. Too. You sort that uh, out. Your we poor live in mother. Oh, she's going through a lot. My, uh, my grand did that to my mum. She called my mum and asked if she could get the big H. Heroin. Yeah. And mum's like, A, I don't know why you think I could. B, I'm in Australia. You can't really post it. And C, no. (laughs) 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 Not going to happen. Yeah, it's it's sad, isn't it? So then your mum has to take her back to the nursing home. Well, she had to go and visit her anyway, but she had to explain. And then... Yeah, but then her mother is angry at her for not helping her kill herself. Yes. Yeah. So then mum was like, oh, she's like, what, what do I do? And I said, well, just take it to the appointment and let the doctor say that you can't. She Unless. Goes, yeah, but then it's a long drive. What if he can? No, you can't. He can't. I know, but what if he doesn't? No, sometimes we don't. 
But it's just, it's real, it's a real sad thing because they go back to being such. They're, 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 your, your mum's essentially the parent now. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then the next minute she's asking for new headbands. Right. <laughs> just like a toddler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All the other girls have pretty ones. Why don't I have pretty ones? Well, you do have a lot. Do you need more than seven for seven days? No? Okay. Oh, God. You know, your boyfriend can't remember what you wore yesterday. That's he true. Doesn't he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Uh, great opportunity for me just to play tunes off my Spotify playlist. Uh, Esther endures it when we're out on road trips. I am a big country music fan. Um, and this weekend is a big one um, at uh, Ipswich. CMC Rocks is on for 2023. Mm-hmm. Big lineup. Morgan Wallen is there. Zach mm-hmm. Brown band. Um, and we've started Where a little do they game. All stay, do you reckon? Um, oh, like, do they come into the city for the hotel or they stay no, out they, on they, a they ranch out where? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Ipswich is like an amazing place and there's accommodation yeah. there. But I would be like, well, that's kick-ons. If I know they're staying in Ipswich, Ipswich yeah. I'm, I'm tracking them down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that they could because they all, everyone camps out there for CMC as yeah. well. So it's a, it's a wild mm. few days. Yeah. Um, so we started this game yesterday. Um, and I've taken country songs out of my Spotify mm-hmm. playlist and I stop them at a point and you guys have to try and guess what the next lyric is yeah, based right. off the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and with country music, sometimes it's very obvious, sometimes there's a bit of a twist. because there's a curveball. Yeah, all those songs generally, they're telling a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so we're going to start off today's game with Morgan Wallen, who's mm-hmm. playing okay. there on yep. um, Sunday. Um, he's... Uh, beginning plan on B105 at the moment. Um, this song is about him going on holiday. Yeah. And he's back in the country after being on holiday and he's reminiscing okay. about a romantic. A romantic. Okay. Um, fling. Fling that Summer he had. Fling. Okay. All right. Was it scorching case of herpes? <laughs> <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> she didn't want to come back to the country uh, was it with him. Some sort of souvenir um, thing? What did he? What did he? He didn't bring her back back what, to the farm, but he brought something back. back. Something about his memories. His was a broken heart inside me. Broken heart Close. could be one of those. Huh? Let's have a listen and see. Yeah, but all I brought back with me. Can't wear those cowboy boots on the beach, baby. Yeah, yeah, I like my yeah, herpes was far better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> he didn't wear his boots on the on sand. The sand. That's the only only shoes he took. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that's the only outfit he has. You don't have flip flops on the farm. That's oh. true. Snakes will get you. <laughs> All right. This one's Chris Jansen. Okay. Uh, I think I've I think I've played this one to you a few times, Stav. So okay. you you might need to let Abs handle this okay. one, but you might not remember. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Chris Jansen, great tune. I ain't rich, but I damn sure wanna be. Working like a dog all day ain't working for me. I wish I had a rich uncle that had kicked the bucket and I was sitting on a pile like Warren Buffett. I know everybody says money can't buy happiness, but it can buy me a. 
boat. Aye. You've heard yeah. it too. <laughs> Great Very good. Yeah, that's always the same though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You can buy me a boat. Never well, seen I was going to go with Corker, but I thought it might be a little Here's the thing with that though. Yeah. Who wants a boat? In the middle of the country. When you got to go on holidays some days, Dad. Yeah. And they got lakes. And they got lakes. Yeah, got lots of yeah. Lakes. No, you're right. You go on holidays, come back with your yeah. boots full of sand. It all yeah. makes sense. I've now. seen Ozark, and no. they do a lot on the water. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, this one. This is uh, Rodney Atkins. Uh-huh. This guy, uh, and this is telling the story about how he had to go and work on a farm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what you do if you're out out in that. What uh, else would he be country? doing? Exactly right. There's. Uh. No Bunnings. It's definitely mm. not a McDonald's out there. Um, so, but he's not real happy about it. But something is, makes him. Actually, it's America. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> makes him stay. Okay. I was hauling hay. I was beating the hogs in that summer sun. Had me sweating like a dog, so I cooled off in the creek. Then it was back to work, and that dad comes heat. I was cussing out loud, thinking about quitting. Looking back now, I'm sure glad I did. Just when I thought it couldn't get no hotter. Hmm. Then in walked you. Is it a love song? This is your then job. one hot Sheila. They don't say Sheila. What do they say over there? One hot. I got it. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Stunner. I don't have no kids. Just when, you thought, want them? just when I thought it couldn't get any harder, you come in pregnant with your father. What? <laughs> Pregnant with your father. As in she comes in pregnant, but she's got a dad with him going, what did you do to my daughter? <gasps> got mm. it. Like, oh, God, yeah. it's getting hot. Mm. No, I think if he saw her and she was just like smoking. That's pretty close. Oh, oh. Pretty close. Oh. Okay. Just when I thought it couldn't get no hotter, I caught a glimpse of the farmer's daughter. They go on to get married, sneak uh, off into the paddock. He's yeah. got to bring her home early in the morning without a dad knowing, and he works the whole day without sleeping. It's a real Ooh. romance story. Yeah. Uh, good job. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stop hoarding. I can't be more blunt about it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, it's reading a truly horrific story about a hoarder. I, know, I don't know what it is, but I find... Hoard is fascinating, uh, and, and it is a mental illness, but it's just such a, it's a comp- compulsion for them. Uh, and this woman was a hoarder in America, and her husband went missing, and he was missing for eight months. Uh, and eventually she went to get some Christmas decorations out of a cupboard and found him in the hoard. He had gotten stuck in the hoard and had passed away in their house. And couldn't get out. Couldn't get out, yeah. Um, He'd obviously gone, what was he doing in the gone cupboard? looking for something, I think, and then... <laughs> Oh, it all mm. came t- tumbling, tumbling down. down. She couldn't and hear because what the insulation of all the yeah, well, the place was like wall to wall, and she could the smell as well. They mm. um, the whole place smelled because she was a hoarder. Oh, so they couldn't, so that, yeah, that's the thing though. It's different these days where it was always like oh, hoarding. We're just got to clean it up, and now they're like, well, no, wait a minute, it's just going to go back. It is a mental mm. illness. You need to deal with that before you clean the place. Yeah. Well, make we, sure they're not there. We watch that TV show, yeah. um, Hoarders, and they, they do. They come in with a team. They have a psychologist that comes in to try to help them, and they come in and clean it up. And it's amazing to watch because they do. And it is, it's, it, it's that weird mindset of it's very, very, very important to them 
but it's mm. actually rubbish. It, it is, it serves no purpose. There was a guy who owned a camera shop and he just picked up all different bits of cameras until the shop was up. You couldn't even barely get into the shop. And you're like, they don't even make these anymore. They yeah, don't but have if he had someone bring, anymore. you know, if someone comes in, I might be able to use that for a part. Yeah. Because that was that, that, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. But I think they, it's more that they develop an emotional attachment to it, you know, and it's right. that thing of they can't, whatever it is in their mind that they can't let go of, they can't let go of the, the stuff either, you know. Mm. But it is fascinating. And then they, I mean, on that show, then they show not just do they collect stuff, but then they start like pooping in the shower yeah. and like collecting all the toilet rolls mm-hmm. and mm. like it actually turns to filth yeah. as well, doesn't it? A lot of them have animals. Like, like you'll walk in, there's like, you know, 50 cats and they got to take all the animals out. <sighs> yeah. Rats. I saw one recently of a guy he had like an infestation of like thousands of rats in his house and they were eating oh. his house, but he was letting them live in it. They were his... I think I saw that one too. Was, yeah, they, yeah. He, he thought they were pets. Yeah. Yeah, like he'd literally just throw food out into the middle of the floor and they'd all run out of the walls and, wow. and eat it. Scotty's hoarding steel and building materials. I don't know if it's hoarding, but he always keeps those. He can't throw them out. It's driving me insane. If it's scrap metal, he can get money well, of for. Of course he can, money. <laughs> get it. Then go and take See, it in. That's how you know it starts, I mean? though, too. That's that, how it he's starts. Not like, he's not bad, but I just, I'm, I'm very <laughs> conscious that I don't want him to become like my grandfather mm. who collect every single type of 50 hammers that were all rusted and yeah. no need, and he had yeah. this massive shed that took months and months for everyone to go through. Mm. It's always that, isn't it? Everyone... Like old nails as well that he'd yeah. removed from timber and then mm. kept as yeah. opposed to throwing them out. In case he needed them again or... Yeah. You know, you I know, it's know. Like, I think you're trying to find rationale. Yeah, that's no true. Yeah. There is no rationale. I'm trying to do the opposite. Yeah. I want to get a declutter people in. You know, mm. it's like they, they come in and they, you're like, oh, I didn't even think of that type of storage. Yeah, Mary Con- Mari, Mari, Mari Kondo. Kondo. Yeah, that's yeah. the exact know. opposite of hoarding. Yes, sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 that's yeah. right. No, no, because that's, that's who you send in. You send in mm. those yeah. people and they declutter it. And even some, a lot of the times you watch it and you, I, I don't know, you, even when you're cleaning your own house and you look around, you go, where do I start? Like you're looking at that pile of everything. You know, how do we even start and just move? You know, yeah. but they can't. They don't have any money to move to a new house. And then they, they manage to clean it to. I mean, it's still filthy, really, but it's livable now. You know? The people on the show always surprise me because you see their house and then they get them on screen, and they're clean. Like mm. them themselves, they look. They're dressed nicely. Yeah. They've got clean clothes on and stuff. The the way they would look when they go into the office, I guess, never matches what their house looks like. Yeah, yeah. It can so you be, wouldn't even know. No. No. There was one where the the, the children sent in the, the hoarder people to clean out their mum's house. They thought it was bad, but they didn't realise how bad it was when they found um, bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles of urine. Ew. You know, and they were just like, it was heartbreaking because like, we didn't know that she was this far because they hide mm. it from people as well. Mm. If you don't go into their house, you don't know. You know? Do you... Uh, no, a hoarder. Yeah, and we've got a few calls. I'm surprised. Shanae in Redlands, um, you're a property manager, so you see this a little? Yes. Yes, I do. I see it a lot. <laughs> really? Yes. Of course, well, when you're doing your, do you like your checks and stuff, mm. What what is the, I guess, the rankest thing, the, the most hectic thing you've seen when you've gone in for a check? Well, that's the, the what, sorry? The worst thing the you've, worst. you've seen. Um, the worst, um... Meaning things that I've seen on the inspections, I'm probably not allowed to say it on radio, but right. one in particular is to collect little tubes of things, <laughs> um, like body fluid. Oh, right, um, like tubes, but, of, tubes of things. So yeah. some sort of fluid, yeah. whatever fluid you want to come out of you. Yeah. Ah, yes. oh. you can pick which one you want. <la
Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've seen plenty of very strange things. Um, you know, collections of rocks, rocks. Um, like stacked rocks and um, like kitchen equipment, um, food that they don't want to chuck out, um, that, you know, cupboards and things like that, um, magazines, um, lots of strange things. Wow. Yeah, you're not paid enough to deal with that. No. <laughs> Do you take a photo? You have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do have to take photos uh, of everything. Uh, but we do, um, you know, if we do see concern, then we are, I suppose, we have like a duty of care and like an obligation to report it. Yeah. Um, so sometimes we'll put them onto a program, um, see if they can get a carer or, you know, somebody to go through and help them tidy things up. And, um, yeah, you can't just evict them, I guess, can you? Oh, we have Anonymous on. Anonymous, what's your hoarding story? Uh, so I, I used to work for like a clean out company, mm-hmm. um, used to do a lot of this sort of stuff. So, uh, I think the most memorable one is I did a clean out over at Stafford, mm-hmm. um, where a lady had lived there for like 36 years. And, um, it was like probably 30 centimeter rat run through the whole house where that's all you sort of had through each room. Um, and mm-hmm. then under the house, she had chest freezers. Yes. Um, and it turns out for the last, like, 26 or 27 years, she'd been storing her uh, poop in jars. Wow. And that's all that was in all of the freezers under the house. Wow. So uh, we ended up, I think it was 36 or 38 truckloads by the time we took it out, everything out of the house. Wow. wow. Why was she storing that, did, she say, did they say? Illness. Yeah. No one knows. Uh, it wasn't really something we were keen to talk yeah. about. I would have. But they wouldn't. They can't rationalise it. It's no, not, but I'm sure they'd have to have. They'd have to be some reason. That it's, it's not going to make sense. No... But did she have children? Like, no. She was. She's very elderly. She's, okay. uh, I think she was like. 86 or 89 by the time we went in sort of thing. So mm. they, they'd moved her on to another house sort of thing and I think mm. they put her into a home or something like Might that. Might be a convenience thing. Because like I was speaking to someone that did crime scene cleaning and they said that they don't actually do as much crime scene now. It's all hoarding. That wow. would be the majority of the work, right? Yeah, well, because that's, that's what our contract covered was that and because we were contracted to the government. Mm. Uh, so it covered sort of both of it. And, yeah, we ended up doing a lot more sort of um, housing Commission and Q-Build stuff than we did, uh, like, QPS. Well, they're coming to get you, mate. You're, you're talking <laughs> you about the government. Anonymous. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box, it's back tomorrow, guys, the 16th of March. 8 o'clock, we play for 10 grand. Here are some answers. Oat, octopus, mm-hmm. and opal. 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 Nice work. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. While the Stav, Abby and Matt podcast plays, they're giving recycling their best shot. Together with Brisbane City Council, we can get recycling sorted.